This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. What's up, Pete Sebastian Show? We're back again, baby. Counting down to the holidays. What's going on with that? Are you going to be in town for Christmas? Yeah, I'll be here. We're getting excited for Christmas. Um, Yeah, I'm into the holiday spirit. We're doing a little holiday party here with some friends. I want to get into... um, My in-laws were in town recently. Went out with my in-laws and Lana to a steak joint the other night, right? Having a great time. Great time. Food was coming out. Had some appetizers. Oh, this is delicious. We're sitting in this booth, but you could see them cook the food to our right. We had like a glass between. You could see them cook the food. Oh, this is great. Having a great time. The steak comes. Now... I've recently been into New York strip steak. Normally, I'm a ribeye guy, but the ribeye, for me, tends to get a little too fatty, and you know, you got to kind of work around the ribeye to get to the meat and what have you. So a New York strip is a little bit more leaner for me. I turned Lana onto it. Lana loved it. So Lana got a Kansas City, New, Kansas City strip. I got a New York strip. She's eating it, and I know my wife, right? Generally speaking, when it comes to steak, it's either, oh, I don't like the way it's cooked, or this, that, and the other thing. Well, she mentions that her steak's got no taste. Now, right away, I begin to boil. Right. Why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? I'll tell yeah. you why. She's carrying on, that's no taste. Can I taste yours? Here's mine. Yeah, it's easier. Mine don't got no taste. Her mother gets involved. Here, you want my hair to have some of my... And it becomes a whole table thing, right? Yeah. Right. And I said, and I generally don't do this in front of mixed company, but I go, you know what? I got to say something here. It ain't about the steak, okay? It's about this, what's going on between us, right? Yeah. There's a way to complain or offer dissatisfaction with your food at a restaurant, all right? Mm-hmm. You don't involve anybody, right? right? You're eating. In your head, you go, right. yeah, I don't like the taste of this, or I think it's too right. too well done or whatever. Waiter comes by, right? That's all you got to do is, excuse me, not really happy with my steak. Could you send out the ribeye medium rare? Thanks. And boom, what about Israel? You know, we're, we're, we're talking. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh, shit. You, so any good joint? That simply they would do that for you, you think? They wouldn't be like, well, what's wrong with it? Uh, yeah. Generally speaking, if you're eating at a high-end steakhouse and you don't like the meal, I mean, I'm not saying that the guy's going to go right away. He might go, oh, what's wrong? I say, I just cook a little too. too, too. Right. And, 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 it's, and it's not like, it's not a big ordeal. And then you're back into the conversation. But when, when your wa- wife said that, isn't it your responsibility, right? Like that moment if she goes, this has no taste. Do you go as, and I'm asking too, as like a listener to cast, would a man go right there? Hold on, baby. 
like that. Once you open up the box at the table, yeah. then everybody starts everybody starts getting involved in that person's meal. Like her mother gave her some of her steak, but my mother-in-law's steak was not as cooked as well as my wife likes it. So she's like, "Mom, get that off my plate. Get off. I don't want that on my plate." It begins a you know, oh, do you want do you want to get something? It, it becomes, it, it, it monopolizes the table. So even if she did say something and I said, hold on, let me get. If I got it in my head, I'm waiting to see a waiter. Right. If she says that to me now, nobody could do anything until I spot the waiter and say, you know, now we're waiting on right. it. I'm just saying, listeners out there, the etiquette yeah. is... You, the issue is with the restaurant, not the table. And you take it up with the waiter. You don't take it up with anybody at the table. You don't You don't go, and, and believe me, and I, <laughs> the reason I did that's this. A, yeah, well, yeah. What do you mean that's a what? What's a, what that's a? That, that's a? That's a tough ask of your average woman sitting at a table, you know, to just go, excuse me, everybody, waiter. You know, what is that? It's like Calamity Jane behavior right there. Drunk as I am fucking continuously. Most women aren't going to do that. They're going to turn to their husband and go, I can't taste my steak. Take over, man. I'm sorry. I, I That's how I'm feeling, bro. And I don't mean to that's just fine. go against you for the sake of the cast. Nah, you know what I'm saying? That's, 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 and then that's you fine. tell your in-laws, everybody keep your meat on your on your plates. I'll take care Why? of this. Why? Why? What? Why? What's why? What's wrong? What? I what's think wrong? See, this ain't a, this ain't a restaurant. This is a, a family issue. What do you mean? What's wrong? There's nothing wrong, mom. I got this, mom. I don't know if you do the mom. No, thing. is there a I problem with stuff. the state? This is. I'm telling you. I know my in law. Is there a problem with the state? And I'm telling you, and I'm playing you. There's no problem with nothing. Wait up. Maybe do a. Oh my god, my snapping. No, no, that's no, a little much. <laughs> Lana, is there? I'm telling you, I I'm not, I'm not asking Lana to go. Yo, anybody? I'm asking. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Can you, uh, 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 that's it. Excuse me. Can you take away my seventy-five dollar meal that the yeah. Michelin star chef made? Because I can't taste yeah. it and tell him to bring me out the ribeye. That's a big ask of a woman, man. I have no problem doing it for for her if it was her and I. She goes, babe, my steak's not good. I go, hold on one second. Next time I get the waiter, I get you. To, when it's other people, it's hard to do that with the other people. Not chiming in on what's I wrong. Hear you. No, I That's hear what you're saying. I hear what you're okay. saying. And, I, and I'm not saying a woman like everyone's like, I'll say that if I have to. I'm just saying, you know, I I wouldn't know if I bite into a steak and I don't taste it. I'm not sure. There's not maybe it's something wrong with my taste buds. Maybe it's made perfectly. So if I tell the guy, you know, I don't, this doesn't taste right, he may be like, you know. That's because you suck down so much shit food that when something delicious goes down your throat, you're not even, your brain ain't reading it right. Like, I feel like, for me, you know? I agree with you. I, And I don't know if I've ever talked to you uh, on the cast about this, but sometimes growing up, the chips were stale. Right. The crackers were stale, right? Yeah, yeah. Because nobody left the, the nobody, you know, Growing up, I don't know how it was at your house. Like when right. you open yeah. up a bag of cereal, right? Did yeah. you take that plastic bag and scrunch oh. it all the way down and put the the flaps? No. Right? No, there Bro. was no clips growing up where you clipped the bag. Right? It was <laughs> nope. you rolled it down and hope it didn't unravel back up. Right? That's it. 
I'd say, I like your point, you grew up by the lake, I grew up by the bay and the ocean. I'd say from July through August, everything was soggy, right? Every yeah, 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 yeah. Cookies got soggy quick if you didn't cover them, you know. So, and everything was stale. Of course it was stale. But stale. You ever take a bagel and you just, you know, put a wrap of a, a wet t- uh, piece of paper towel around it, put it in a microwave for 30 seconds, and now it's nice and soft. It's not stale anymore. No, I never, I, I never knew that, the, the paper towel method. I never... I never... I didn't see an avocado till I was like 27 years old. Oh, bro. You know, whatever. I, Chicago didn't even have avocados growing up. You couldn't even get them. <laughs> <laughs> now, to your point about putting a lot of garbage in your mouth, when I, stayed, when I tasted something that was fresh, since I was eating stale for so long, I thought the fresh was bad. I, never, I thought the... <laughs> I go, what is this? What is this, fresh? Get it out of here. Get it to me in four days. <laughs> oh, my God. Ain't that the truth? Although we were at the airport and we got prepackaged sandwich. One bite and you could tell, like, like when you're getting a prepackaged sandwich. It's is that, made by is an inmate. Literally. <laughs> Whoever's rubbed that mayo on uh, killed somebody. We just want you to know that, right? <laughs> but when they make it, are they literally taking it and then just wrapping it? And that's that. I feel like there's something in it to make it last and look good longer than it normally would, you know? Yeah, there there, there could be some major preservatives in that sandwich. I, I don't know, man. Airport food in general, man, it's like, you ever eat at an airport restaurant and just want to go in the back of the kitchen and go, what in the hell is going on back here? Is that is there anybody looking at this? Is there any supervision here? What's coming out yeah. of this kitchen? I'm not. I'm surprised more people aren't dying <laughs> right, right. in an airport. But you know, but you know what you got to remember too about those airport workers, though, man. It's like they look at you going, everything you had to do to get in here today, I have to do every day to get in here, right? Like I used to take a shuttle on Long Island where you could long-term park and then you get on a shuttle that takes you to the airport. When I get on the shuttle, it was all the workers at the restaurants. Can you imagine every day your job is to like work as a waiter or a waitress, but have to go through JFK security every day to do it? Oh my God. I mean, that's like, so yeah, I, there is, I don't blame them for, they're like, yeah, I'm barely flipping this burger and I'm going to charge you $57 for it. Yes. <laughs> right. But Some of those, get, I don't know. Yeah. They, they get in right away though. They, they show their like little plastic card and, 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 and they're in. I know, but it ain't like parking in the back of the restaurant no, and no. just walking through and saying hi to the cook. Yeah. It's no, a whole thing. Right. They got to like commute into that thing and right. shuttle in. And then the th- it's. Yeah. Pilots, by the way, pay full price for coffee. What is that about? How is coffee not free for every pilot walking through the airport? I think anything you know they, they, they have should be free. Any any Anything they want going to the airport, it's just on the house. It's like a police officer going right. to get donuts. Right. It's like you want to get you want to get to your destination. You give me a free sandwich. I couldn't agree more, man. Everything should be free for cops, uh, for firemen, um, firemen and pilots. In, you know, and oh, pilots without a doubt, man. You know, you need an espresso. Here you go, man. So, uh, yeah, but I know, but they got some of those restaurants now very fancy opening up in Jeff in um, JFK and also in Los Angeles, and they're trying to get you to go in a little early and have a nice dinner 
And, you know, I see some of these places and they look like fantastic. So what's your take? Do you think even if a restaurant looks nice, like you don't think you're going to get the same quality meal at a high-end restaurant, like the Palm is in JFK. Yeah, it is. Is that steak, is that going to be as good of a steak as the Palm in Manhattan? I don't know. I feel like uh, just the, the perception of it is like the Palm in Manhattan gets first cut of the, the good meat. And then, and then go, the palm goes, <laughs> they go, you know what? Take the rest of the airport. Let, no. Terminal 5, the, the fucking Delta Terminal, take this there. And like, and do you think they do that with their waiters too? Like if you work in Manhattan and like all of a sudden you have a problem with a customer, they come up to you and go, listen, you're like one more incident away from waitering at JFK. All right. You're going to get sent back to <laughs> the, the, the JFK. It's like the prison of the palm. Like you right. fuck up here, you're going down to Attica. You know, <laughs> right? I don't know. Or is it the opposite? Is it like you want the JFK palm? Because now you know you're bringing out a ribeye to Tom Cruise before he get. Well, not see you're not. You're not because he's at Teterboro fueling up privately, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Tom Cruise. Oh, I, Tom Cruise is JFK. <laughs> what the fuck am I thinking? There's a thing at uh, at LA. Did I tell you this? That serves. You, the that service takes right? you like. Yeah, yeah. Pictures that right unbelievable service. Okay, I used this service when I went back home to Chicago with my sister. My sister never seen this service. For those of right, you who don't walk know, walk us through service, it again. Yeah, walk us through it's it. It's like it's like a, a private terminal that you go to that you could get a private room, and in that private room is alcohol, bananas, Tylenol, everything you could imagine. You could take it all. You could take the whole room if you want. Right? They got. Uh, iPod chargers, they got everything in there. But there's also an option where you could go to the, there's a bar area where you could pay less, not get the private room, and there's other people in this bar area, but you get a full menu of what you want to eat. Every, everything's included, It's the food is included. So, right. for example, last time I went, I had chicken and broccoli. It's like a you know an entree, it's like a restaurant. Right. Yeah. But then I ordered to go, and I want to get your take on this. I ordered a salmon with a little rapini on the side. Right? Uh-huh. And my sister's like, what are you doing? I said, get something for the plane because this food is better than what you're going to get on the plane. I said, get something to go. And she goes to me, you got to go salmon? <laughs> <laughs> To whip open on an airplane? <laughs> yes. Now, what's your take? You're right. on an airplane, right? You're on an airplane. Right, right. Sitting next to a guy. And about an hour in, this guy whips out a container with Alaskan king salmon <laughs> and, rap- and rapini. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what rapini is, first of all. It's like but a, when you even it's mentioned- like a broccoli. It's like a broccoli. When you mentioned the salmon before, I thought it sounded pretty aggressive. I mean, unless it's like some sort of a cold salmon that doesn't have any more smell. But uh, yeah, I feel like salmon you eat on the spot or you don't eat it at all, man. (laughs) (laughs) Was she blown away by this whole thing? Because explain to the listeners, too, when you go to get on the plane, it's it's like very quick. It's before everybody, right? Well, you have an option. You could ask... To get on before everybody else, or you could get on last. That was yeah. an option. Yeah. 
And the way you get to the airplane is there's a car that takes you from this terminal and it takes you on the actual tarmac. So you're like riding alongside Delta DC-10s to, to get yeah. there, right? And I've told you, you know, like that, that stairs that you walk up, Yes. Where, 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 yes. where the guy comes in with the yellow vest, that's the stairs you use to get on the airplane. Right. All right. So when I'm coming up, coming through to board my Delta normally, and sometimes I'll see the guy coming on the other way with like a bunch of, like a case of soda that he's loading in. You're, you're coming up over there. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Was she like blown away? She didn't know what the fuck happened. She literally was, she, she was in the car. And next thing you know, she was in her airplane seat. She goes, I'm like, do I even have my bag? Like it was. <laughs> It happened so fast, right? But my, yeah, my, my yeah. question to you is, I was like, what the hell am I eating salmon an hour into the flight? Because like, I would have looked at that guy and go, really, gay? Yeah. Fucking yeah. salmon? Right. Now the whole cabin smells like Fisherman's Wharf? Come on, man. Right. That's a little aggressive. Yeah. So I learned my lesson. I'm going to the airport tomorrow, and I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna go with the chicken thighs. And but some potatoes, I, chicken thighs, potatoes—the same thing. You're doing the same service, same service, yeah. So, do you think that guy? I have two things to say. Do you think the guy who's making, like, who's going to make your chicken thighs or whatever, top level chef, right? So, like, when you become a great chef, you probably have no idea what opportunities are going to open up, right? Like, so th- there's a, this could be a chance where this guy's going home to his wife, going. They got this new service, so I'd be making food for people right before they get on the plane. She'd go, what the fuck? You got a James Beard Award. You're making food for people before they get on a Delta flight? What the fuck, Bill? You know? No, and then, but this is how much you're going to pay me. Holy shit, right? So, because, like, you're, you're, like, excited for your meal to get on a plane. That's, like, mind-blown. What is it, like 1972 or something, you know, when you go to Disney World and they bring you a hot meal. You know what I can't do? Right. If I got to go food, like yeah. wherever I'm going with it, like let's say I order to go food in the airport and I take it on the plane. As soon as I sit down, I got to eat it. Like wherever I'm taking to go food, wherever I sit yeah. down, that's right. when I open it up. I don't really. It wasn't really an hour into the plane. I actually ate it before takeoff. It don't matter just... though. We're, we're, but, but, but now we're sitting down, and you're in my space. You could have had my. That's even worse to me because if you that drives me nuts when I sit down, then somebody sits down next to me or two rows over, and then they open their McDonald's because I'm like, oh, are you waiting? Couldn't wait to get your fucking tray down. You could have fucking ate that out there, but no, you have to. I gotta keep it in my baggie, and they'll put the tray down. Be so cozy on my fries, and fuck everybody around me. That's what you're saying with your salmon. You're like, no, I ate it before we took off. What the fuck does that matter? You ate it on the plane, guy. It it Sorry, doesn't man. matter. Man, man. And, and 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 I know you're passionate about this, and I and oh, I'm with man. you, bro. And I'm with you. I it was a lapse. A judgment lapse. You're too old to be making these anymore. When do you learn to not do it anymore? And you know what I think it is? I think it goes back to your childhood because I remember some of the sandwiches you told me you bring to school. I think you're just immune to everybody doing a step back when you open up whatever you're eating out in public. You know what I mean? Like, because you were pulling out meatball subs in sixth grade. That's aggressive. 
Yeah, I know. I know it's aggressive, and I was. I had more than meatballs, sub, bro. I had. I had fucking calamari. Oh, All right, <laughs> bro, calamari. If I smell that in fifth grade. I gotta go home. I'm sick. My mother's gotta pick me up, man. <laughs> You're bringing rotten fish in a sandwich to school in fifth grade. Holy shit. <laughs> you, hey, you're still from the Sicily, right? You probably came in with a lamb leg. <laughs> like, did you ever have anything for lunch that had bones when you were done? Like, was it bones? <laughs> oh my God. This guy's gotta throw out the bones before he goes to science class. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> oh no, bro! I had bone. I had a. I had a bone graveyard of of ribs. You know, you eat. I had ribs for for lunch once, and I remember just like about eight or nine <laughs> in in the school cafeteria. Man. <laughs> you see, you imagine sitting across from a student. Who's eating barbecue ribs and you oh. got a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Oh, oh my God, that's man. what I'm saying, man. It's like, you know, bringing all the smells from your home into your food. <laughs> oh, God. That's a that's a violation at that age. Yeah, so, like, you, you're immune to it, man. You just, that's like, what you know, you know. Listen. And you think I, if it's good what you're eating, you think that no one else is going to mind. You're like... Yeah, but this is salmon. Yeah, you guys acting like I'm opening up a, you know, a tuna fish sandwich here. This no, is salmon. You're right. You're right. Listen, it's aggressive. And I do feel the same way you feel when it comes to the McDonald's bag. Because I don't know what the hell McDonald's is putting into their food, but when that bag opens up, tell me that don't smell like wet feet. I don't know what oh, the hell God. McDonald's has in the bag, right? <laughs> it does smell like wet feet, man. It really does. I mean, I, I'm surprised the uh, pilot doesn't make an announcement going, we can't take off yet until we get this smell out of the plane because right. as soon as we go up. But but the, the crazy thing is, it's kind of like your own fart. You know how your own fart don't smell bad to you, but everybody else's <laughs> does? If it's my bag of McDonald's, I'm like, I'm not smelling the wet feet. But if you open up a bag next to me, I'm like, Jesus Christ, guy, what the fuck? Right? How come your own McDonald's don't smell, but everybody else's does? <laughs> Do you? Well, hey, if that per if that person offers you McDonald's out of their bag and you're, and you're sitting next to them, does it smell? Even though no. you're eating Dude, their McDonald's, it doesn't smell, or it does smell I'm, still. I, I wouldn't eat their McDonald's. Anything that came out of their bag, it's just, bro. I don't eat McDonald's. I haven't eaten McDonald's. In a while. I will say this though. I will say this. <sighs> you ever have the McDonald's apple pie? Not not recently, no. Oh God, that'll that'll buckle your knees. That'll buckle your knees. I've I was on the road recently, and I did this is a little white trash. I ever do this move? I got to go to McDonald's, the only place to get coffee. I'm on the road, and I get myself the apple pie. Now I'm banging out. I eat the apple pie. I put the last piece of apple pie in my mouth, and I'm going in the bathroom to go to the bathroom. And as I'm peeing, I'm thinking to myself, I'm I'm getting another one. I went back out, and I. Now, when you get another apple pie from the guy who just bought the apple pie from, do you just go back up and go, uh, what apple pie? Or do you feel you have to make a comment to acknowledge you just fucking stuffed one down, took a piss, and came back on the fucking lot? <laughs> I think if you go up and you get the same guy, you got to tell him, man, bro, I need another apple pie. But I don't like doing this because I don't... That guy... He might be going another one. You just, 
he might not even remember that you ordered apple pie. This guy's seeing like 900 people a day, right? Do you right, think right. the guy well, even yeah. recognizes? <laughs> Normally, he don't even lift his head up. He just says, okay, apple pie, and then, you know, he, don't even, he probably don't even look yeah. at it. I know, I know. Well, listen, that you're talking about most airports, the McDonald's line in there. You can snap your fingers and half the people die on the line, and everyone will just step right over them up to the counter, and they won't even know. Because they, they're just... They, you know, now you got to program some of them. You got to do your own McDonald's, by the way. You got to order it from a machine, get a number. It's a whole thing. But anyway, no, this was a small one with a one dude working up front and one working mm. on the drive-thru. So when I went back, yeah, it was like right there. He knew it was me again. And, you know, I hit him with a like, oh, man, people know how good those are, bro. God damn. You know, give me another one. You know, and, and I feel like. Unless it was his own like bakery and his dream was to own a bakery and I just ate his apple pie, I feel like he's like, you think I give a fuck that you liked your apple pie? I like you're asking me if more people look. Guy, you know how much I make an hour? Get the fuck out of here! Here's your apple pie. Like, like this is silly McDonald's. Like he has no loyalty to McDonald's. Is the apple pie that good? Oh, it's really good. What if I went like this? If I always want to go, bro, a city apple pie is you know three ninety nine. Uh, I'll give you uh, three dollars cash. It never happened. Just give me the apple pie. Like I'm, I'm trying to help these people make money now. Like you, sometimes you take an Uber now, and they'll say that they're like, if you pay me cash, I won't even turn this thing on. I'll charge you five bucks less, and we'll go for a little ride. <laughs> right? the, the people back at Uber will think I went and had lunch. <laughs> you know, so, so, so that's the kind of stuff people are doing these days. But yes, the apple pie is real good there, bro. Not oh, gonna lie man. to you. All right, not to go check no, it I'm out. Not plugging that place. No, don't. Oh. I'm not plugging that place. It's McDonald's. I haven't been to McDonald's in years, so I mean, listen. Yeah. We grew up on McDonald's. My kids haven't had McDonald's yet, although we'll get them going on, on, a, on a Big Mac. I think you have to have a Big Mac. It's like a rite of passage, regardless of what the hell's in these, this this food nowadays. Kind of excited about the the takes you got. You said you had like a four. Uh, what's your takes? A couple. And of uh, things, yeah, well, whatever. No, it's no, yeah, it's two. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> three at least. Three at least. All right, well, we, uh, we haven't done this in a while, and, uh, and, and normally this spawns some, some kind of stuff. All right, now, I'm, I'm going to show you something. This is the lovely Eva Longoria, okay? Longoria. Jackie and I watched Longoria, okay? And Jackie and I were watching TV recently, and she came on with a commercial for some new makeup product she was selling, right? And Jackie insisted that I needed to do this with you for an Italian take. Because at one point we rewound it till we got the perfect photo. At one point, the lovely Eva says, she's walking you through how you do it. She goes, first, you just put this squirt across here. Now, I want to show you what you see. Show the photo, Patrick, and what's your first thought when you see this? That's semen. <laughs> okay. What's <laughs> your so, first thought? Exactly. Okay. Now, Jackie's like, if you see the extended commercial... Of, of of that, and for anyone who watches our show audio, it is like it looks like semen right below her eye, and it's a long line of it, as yeah. if you sadly, grossly got hit. Uh, and then she goes, and they show it on the video, and Jackie goes, "Oh my god, it totally looks like someone came on a face. How how could she be cool with that? You know, my question to you, and my take is, what's your take on? Do you think there was any uh, discussions within her camp?" about what that might look like or did like that not come up and at all that no one think that was at all 
Well, that's a freeze frame, right? That's during a video presentation of, no, of the it, application. It, it, it's or, a or little longer, that... though. It's a little. It's a. It's a video, and it's not a freeze frame. We caught on. So she squeezes it, and it comes out like a shot, and like it's a three second thing, you know, and it's laying across the face, uh, and it, yeah, this, it looks like this is what happens, you, right? The team's looking at it, right, and they go, and they go, "Ooh, no, nah, shit!" And then turn it. That, that looks like semen, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And then they go, "Should we tell her?" And the guy goes, "Uh." How much you making for that? Three million dollars? Uh, fuck it, let it go. Like, like I, I, I feel like if they, if they saw that and they said that that's not gonna work, and they yeah. said, it, 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 and then, and then the company goes, well, that's what we need to do because that, that shows how it comes out and it, that needs to be in. And then all of a sudden he was like, I ain't right, right, doing right. this. And then the, the management loses out on the commission of three, three million dollars. Right, 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 right. Let it go. It all, make, <laughs> it, all, it all makes sense. But do you think that now, like Eva's got close friends going, you know, I saw, I know, I know, I know. I don't like, know. Like, I, like, I don't know if anybody's picking this up. Because Bro, you picked it up like that. I go, what's that? You go, see, see me. I I know, but <sighs> watching that commercial, you and I tend to like overanalyze, and sometimes I think people like are not not catching that. I, I don't I think know. it was a. I think that's more of a. I don't know. I'd have to see it. I I'll play it for Lana yeah. in, in entirety, and I want to see if she picks it up. You know, even like someone like you included, I couldn't imagine sometimes if I was famous, I think I'd amaze myself at what I would do f for the right amount of money, you know, like, <laughs> I, you know, like I wouldn't, I got to be careful not to be like, I'd never, I'd never, you know, because, you know, shit. Like you see Brad Pitt, I saw him in the airport the other day, sipping a coffee at an ad, and I'm like, how much did you have to pay to get him to do that? You know, because he usually only does that shit in foreign countries where you don't yeah, see no, it. Yeah, but now, now it, foreign countries, it's not even a thing anymore. Or, you used to be able to hide that because there was no internet. Right. Now there's, they're doing, there's celebrity. Matthew McConaughey's driving around a Lincoln. You know, they the the. Yeah, that, that I mean, I think he anymore. got more movies because of that. Like people, are like oh, I don't know, he's always the whole, the, you know, the lead, the romantic fun, and then they see him and they're like, I forgot how cool this fucking guy is. <laughs> like, you know. All right, here's the next Italian take I wanted to ask you. Uh, I was in the airport recently, and I'm using an uh, uh, outlet, okay, and I'm using a socket and an outlet. I got my coffee or whatever. Now some dude comes over and he almost knocks over my coffee and I look over him and he goes to me, oh no, you're good. Uh, I just want to, and he plugs in the other socket of my outlet, right? My question to you is what's your take on when you're traveling or you're anywhere, coffee shop, anywhere, and you're charging and you have your charger in an outlet that has two sockets. Is it one outlet per person? Or is every socket like available? Like if I was sitting at a table with two chairs, you ain't gonna sit at the other chair. So why are you using my other socket? <laughs> What's your take on that, man? I telling feel. me I'm good. I go in my head. I'm like, yeah, you're not though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like once you got a socket, it's your socket. 
your your it's your those two outlet. are yours. Those yes. yeah, that outlet is yours because I don't know, midway through you might decide, you know what? My iPad needs charging too. Because if you got yeah. two devices, mm-hmm. it, it, well, here's one. Do you got to claim that device? Do you got to, do you have to claim that socket right from the get go, and put in a plug, even if it's not even plugged in anything, to almost like mm-hmm. it'd be like putting a bag on the on the right. extra seat at the table at the Starbucks. Right. You put a bag there; it right. reserves that seat. No one's going to come and take your bag off the seat. Same thing with the outlet. I think you have to put two plugs in right from the get-go. Otherwise, someone's going to go, hey, and I'm sorry, if you're going to use somebody else's socket, uh, right, outlet, 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 you got to leave. Like, you can't sit next to me while your phone charges. It's just bringing an extra body near me right See, that's that but that's an interesting thing you bring up because i was sitting on a on a chair once i had an outlet with two sockets i didn't need any of it i just happened to be sitting there somebody came over a woman and plugged in her phone which was right next to me didn't ask if i was going to use that or anything like just because i'm sitting next to it i had no rights to it it is the wild west out there you see any two holes you can <laughs> stick your thing in anything so she sticks it in and she and she does the walk away. Now, we're living in times. Bomb goes off. I barely survived. They're like, was there anything weird or suspicious? I go, oh, no, nothing really. Just some lady plugged something in right next to my legs and walked away. I mean, like, that's the world we're living in right now. Like, you almost got to go, no, 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 no. You don't plug in a device and do a walk away, lady. I don't know. Was this thing on a, <laughs> on a countdown? <laughs> you know? So, but yeah, to your point, bro, if you don't plug in... It's free game out there. That's what's happening. And yeah, I feel like it, it shouldn't be. If I, if I have something in the outlet, you can't use the other two holes. So you're on an airplane, and you're plugged into an outlet on an airplane, and sometimes the plug and where you got your device, there could be a you know a cord running from the outlet, say, into the seat pocket, mm-hmm. and you're on the aisle. The guy next to you wants to go to the bathroom. Do you expect that guy to hurdle your wire or do you have to take your device out of the seat pocket and give this guy a clear path from his seat to the aisle? Right. Clear path. Clear path. (laughs) I feel like you got to give him a clear path. I also feel like you can't show that you're aggravated that I'm making you pack up. And I also feel anyone sitting in the middle or the window has a right to get up and pee as many times as they, as long as, as they can do it. You know, we all get scared and embarrassed, so we stop at some point. But, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't like people to feel trapped in there, man. I've been in there myself. I, I, when I put my hat on, I tell the person next to me, like, listen, I'm going to, I got my headphones on, put my hat down. I go, if anyone's got to go, just give me a tap. Boom. And they're like, oh, thanks. Like, I let them know. Nice move. Nope. I like that move. I like yeah. I like turning to the group and going, listen, don't be afraid. I've been where you are. I'll, I'll get up and down. Yeah. No problem. I, I think that's a nice courtesy yeah. move. Uh, I've been on my skid co- row before. <laughs> <laughs> but Peasants my question. Talk to- <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> my question to you is, I've been in the window 
And I'm like, I got to go. But let's say the person's sleeping next to me and the person on the aisle's got the computer down. It's a lot of movement to get me out of that seat. Now, have you done this move where you're like, I'll go when they go. Like, if this guy gets up in the middle to go take a piss, that's when I'm going to go It's because it's two, two people now opposed to one. And I've been in a situation where I've been on a flight for three, I don't know, flight's five hours, three and a half hours in, nobody's moving. Like, you ever want to go on, do you guys drink water at all? I know. Or, I know. <laughs> why aren't we getting up? <laughs> unbelievable. Even when they go, I have the pilot come on and go, uh, we're going to start a descent in about 15, 10, uh, 10, 15 minutes. So if anyone needs to use the restroom one last time, that'd be a good time to get up. Like me and two other dudes pop up. Everybody else like just keeps reading. I'm like, God, you know when we land, dude, it's gonna be a long wait to taxi. Nothing. No one's concerned. It's unbelievable. I'm right there with you. Do you? So here's another take I wanted to ask you. It's travel one too. I've done like when I went to do the um, marathon weekend with Jackie. We got a hotel, nice hotel. It's called the Thompson Hotel. Um, but I did, and I and we're going back, not to that same hotel, but I did it again for Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to go to the parade and go back to the city. I do Orbit's bundle. I don't know if you call it a bundle, but, like, I get my plane tickets and my hotel all in one package, right? Um, and now when I check in, they were really cool. There's no problem. But I was telling Jackie, I'm like, I feel like when you check into a hotel... And once they see you use like Wikipedia or Orbits or you prepaid or whatever, it's, Wikipedia. I go to, uh, oh wait, <laughs> uh, Expedia, Expedia. <laughs> Shit, guy, who's getting old now, huh? Man, <laughs> I feel like to them it's like using a, a you use the coupon. At a, at a fancy restaurant, you know? I feel like they're already like, oh, here we go, Orbitz. Uh, what's your take? Do you think they think that way? Or they, like, a customer's a customer. Yeah, uh, well, here's my take on, like, bundles. I feel like if you buy in a bundle and if one thing goes wrong in your trip, the whole bundle falls yeah. apart, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it does. Like, I feel like yeah. if, if your plane is late, Right, and you got to catch right. another plane the other day. Your room ain't gonna be. Your room is attached to your flight, so I feel like your room then yeah. goes away because you weren't you, you weren't there. Yeah. Uh, you got to ch- check in by a certain time, or the whole bundle combusts. It's over. You blew it. <laughs> we we got to check in by f- 11 p.m. when we lose the bundle. It is embarrassing. Yeah. It is embarrassing. Yeah. Right the the rent a car, the whole thing, everything <laughs> blows up if one part of the trip is screwed up. And I gotta think, I gotta be honest. I mean. Hey, you worked at the front desk, right? When you saw people come in and they go, oh, yeah, look, they use points. They use points to get the room. Is it, is it that, isn't that a whole different vibe than a guy that used his, his American Express black card to book the room? No, I mean, is it, or is it yeah. not? I mean, you, you worked on that side. Well, it is in the sense that when they would come in, it was it would be called a direct bill only, meaning they only had to pay for their incidentals. You know, when we play comedy clubs, you never had to pay for the room. 
But I could tell when they're checking in by the way they are, I'm like, oh, yeah, the room's some, some, somehow, somewhere or another, this thing's already paid for, and all they, all I'm going to need from them is an incidentals, uh, and they're still going to give me a hard time about that. So I go credit, you know, because then I'll go credit card, please, and they're like, uh, is that all right, pay for it, those are And you're like, yeah, it's just for incidentals. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I like is the guy or woman when you check them in and like you give you know you get their reservation, you give them the card to sign. Um, they they'll be talking to whoever they're with, and they do this. They're like the the credit card drop down while I'm still in conversation, <laughs> not not even confirming the rate or any. I'm not confirming nothing. I'm sure it's fine, you know, like that. I like you know. Oh, even crack up. Yeah, his keys. All right, thank you. And like, and they just slide off like. You know, what's the, ta they don't do the, what's the tax rate? Did you get me a room by the da-da-da? Just boom, you know? So, well, we're, aren't you more prone to give that person just better service in general? Like, if even if there was an upgrade, wouldn't you go, yeah. wait a minute, so, hold on, let's say, I think there there might be an upgrade here. And, and they got the upgrade because they didn't ask a bunch of annoying Absolute. questions? Well, usually, you you know, when you have a cool, when you have people that travel a lot and, you know, will pay a certain rate, like the manager will be like, we need to upgrade three people. Uh, so when this one comes in, that one, that one, put them at like, she's already telling you ahead of time who we're going to upgrade, you know, the big, the, the big dogs. Now, what's interesting is last time I was in the city, my hotel was like diagonal from Madison Square Garden. And years ago, it was called the Southgate Tower. And I worked the front desk, five star. It was like three and a half. It was pretty cool, man. It was real nice. It went up like 28 floors, had some beautiful rooms with balconies. It had like, I want to say, geez, hundreds of rooms, man. It's big, big. Like I said, 28, 29 floors, beautiful, big lobby. And like I said, I worked the front desk and it was bought and sold through the years. I had lunch, uh, dinner with my sister recently when we were in the city, me, Sadie and Jackie. And she goes, did you see your hotel? It's like diagonal from us. And I go, oh, I just saw the outside. And she goes, you see all the scooters out front, the electric scooters? And I go, yeah. And she goes, those are all Grubhub, like the guys that deliver food. Um, she goes, your whole hotel, they were about to shut it down for renovations. And it was going to be turned into condos. And she goes, high-end condos. And right when they were about to shut it down uh, and, and get to work on the condos, the city came and said, we will give you $200 a night per room for the migrants. So my sister said, so that whole, your whole hotel is all migrants uh, living in the hotel. And she goes, you can't get in it now unless you show ID to, to show that you're living there. And she goes, and a lot of them to make money deliver food for Grubhub. So they all have the electric scooters out front. And... You know, I'm just saying we are a very generous country because that's a real nice hotel. So, you know, what do you $200 a night, 200, $200 oh. a night the city's paying. Wow. Yeah. So so the developers for the condo are saying they call it a, a short term plug or something. I forget what they call it. Like, let's take the money while, you know, and let them have the rooms. And like, we don't even have to worry about like, you know, keep up with them anyway, because we're going to renovate the whole thing when we're done anyway. So it's, uh, it's amazing, man. You know, like what it was once and what it is now and what it's going to be. It's like fucking time is a wild thing, you know, pretty wild. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's, 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 that's wow. Like when I uh, worked there, I remember com coming down the front desk one night to have a cigarette and Joan Rivers was standing out there with a fur on, waiting for a cab with the doorman. 
And I got to tell her how much I loved her. I thought that was so cool. But yeah, anyway, a little nostalgia. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that not funny? I wasn't funny. Edit that whole thing out about the hotel. No, no. <laughs> it's a good thing. Joan Rivers at one point was standing out there with a fur coat, and now there's yeah. a guy on a scooter with a Euro sandwich <laughs> looking for an address. You know, so it's like it's, it goes to show. <laughs> Thank you for getting that. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, man. Times have changed. Um, yeah. I'm, at, I'm, I'm doing this podcast, and I want to get your take on it. It's it's called hot ones, and you eat you eat wings like buffalo wings, and each each wing you eat, the 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 spiciness intensifies, right? right? So you're doing like an interview and you're eating these wings, and you know you start like peeling clothes off and sweating. There's milk right. there, I guess milk. Is good for you when you when you have spicy foods, right? Now, yeah. right, now what's, your, what's your take on this? Um, and I don't know how it really works. I don't know if I could say, "Nah, I'm not going any further," or you know, I, I could cut this off at any moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But when I get hot, like when I start getting hot, right? I get hot. Where it's visible, yeah. where I, I, I might have to lose a shirt, or 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 what have you. I remember at the cheese shop, you had a, a heat thing where you really got <laughs> yeah, going. I had a heat I, thing there. Yeah, I had a heat, <laughs> a heat thing uh, there. How how are you with like? Could you take intensified food that's really hot? Like they got a potato I'm, chip out there. It's called one bite, isn't, isn't that right, Patrick? It's called. You ever hear this potato chip? It's called one bite. I think Lay's makes it. Some some guy ate it. I think he passed away because it was so hot. Now, oh shit! Now, do you, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go past any like. I ain't gonna try and be macho on this thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I, no. I, I, yeah. 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 Snack company removes spicy one chip challenge product after teens death. This guy ate a extremely hot tortilla chip, and that was the end of that. I mean, oh wow! I want to see the houses families living in now after the potato chip lawsuit cleared. <laughs> Bro, there's a skull on the bag, right? There's, there's a skull on the bag. <laughs> I can't see it. Oh my god! Oh yeah, wait, so p- what do you pull it up again? Yeah. Bro, just. Take a look at the packaging on this thing. Oh, there it is. It's a red skull. Oh my god! Oh, that's a cool package, though, isn't it? With a with a blue tongue, right? It looks like oh. poison. If I saw that, is that- in, in, bro? If I saw that at Home Depot, I go, yeah, no, get that for the rats. You know, like that's something yeah. that you would, you. you well, <laughs> if that's if that's being sold. At the store, I would think yeah. it's okay. But right to your point, if someone handed me that like a friend, I'd be like, "Oh my god, bro, who's making this? Like down the block, like a meth house." But if that's 
from the store, you got to figure it's safe. What is, what is make, what was it an allergic reaction? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what you die of. I'm just saying, am, am I at the age? <laughs> I mean, I'm, am I at the age where if anything is extreme, could that cause right. stroke, heart attack, what have you? You know what I'm saying? I ain't 30 right. going right. in on right. this thing. I'm right. 50 eating a hot wing. That's listen. That's part of the reason. Last cast, I told you I don't wear a costume. I ain't fucking having a heart attack dressed up as Scooby Doo. You know what I'm saying? I, you got to really start thinking about what you're wearing at all times, where you're at. Um, always have a phone, uh, you know. So, but yeah, yeah, it could go down. And I think any kind of major. When you told me Lana screamed when she was in the in the tub, I get mad because that makes my heart go like this, and now I'm running, right? And then that could do it, right? So why are you... I don't even understand why you're doing this. Is this like... I, I get that the internet now is the new TV, so this must be a very popular show. Yeah, I mean, it's popular, and I'm, I'm going on to promote a couple of things, but I'm also going on to promote the cast. It's a, it's, it's a cast thing. It's a... Oh, oh, wow. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, Will Ferrell's done it. Hot Ones. Hot like, Ones. There's two ways to go, bro. I mean, you could either, like, go to one route where you're like, I'm going to have a couple and be Mr. You know, I get it, you know? It's like, I'm going to have a couple. Listen, I don't want to get crazy. It's happy to be here, and I do love a nice wing. Well, you could find out who the leader is and be like, I'm going to eat more wings than anybody ever fucking ate on this show. Hotter ones, uh, at least. I don't know if I got that in me, though. Because I got some, I got something to do. I got, I got a press thing to do after this, so I'm going to be going into another press opportunity coming off Hot Ones. Oh, now let me ask you this: If you're on Hot Ones and you have a couple wings, and then you go to have milk, and unfortunately you have an instant, you can't even control it. You throw up. Holy shit! Right legally if they want can they be like bro i'm sorry i understand you don't want that in there but that's kind of what makes my show popular and once you sit in that chair i have a right to anything you do in that chair and i'm keeping it in i'm gonna have to everyone's gonna see you throw up are you cool with that and is that allowed i throw up on hot ones yeah this cast goes to number one. Oh my god bro do what you gotta do to puke do what you gotta do <laughs> i mean eat some salmon before you go in there bro come on you're hilarious when you're hot you're hilarious you do a lot of this you know you know so how about this i vomit on the show and after that i shake it off i go give me the other one right oh. like, I, I i still eat oh, oh. after oh my. God, that's like getting knocked out and getting back up like Rocky. <laughs> giving the fit, giving more. Apollo's going, oh my God. By the way, did you see that documentary? I saw the documentary. Did you see it? No, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm currently almost done with an even better one, but I want to hear about that real quick. Is it, it looked unbelievable from the trailer when the Fonz is talking about the first time Stallone came to L.A. Did you like it? <sighs> There's a lot to unpack. You have to see it in order for us to discuss it. I can't. I can't. But it's... I need your take on so many things on that slide documentary. By the way, he reached out He reached out to me on a message that I hit him with in July. 
because we had that exchange because trying to get him on the cast and yeah, i said yeah. and then I, and i said hey this is like july 28th i said my buddy's coming out man maybe we could do it da, 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 da. and then he responded to that like a few days ago hey no sorry i can't do it i don't even think he saw the date i just thought i think he just saw the message thinking it was a recent message but this shit was in mid uh, middle of the summer uh, right <laughs> right 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 <laughs> If we get this guy in the cast, we got to dive deep into some of the things I saw in this documentary. All right. Wow. Now, yeah. what documentary did you see? Um, it's a new one about Gotti. Uh, a brand new it. one on Netflix. I saw it. When we did the live show at Irvine, which hasn't been released at all, and we did Q and A, somebody asked if we couldn't. What would we do for a living if we weren't comedians? You know, I don't want to say what we did because what we said, but I was wrong. And I, I love the mafia so much. I love these guys. I think they're so fucking cool. I can't even describe it. And it, like, if if my dad, and I want you to be honest with this too, if my father had been in the mafia. Or your dad was in the mafia. Do you think you would have ended up in the mafia? Yeah. All things equal, like my dad's who he is right now, the same guy. He just happens right. to be running numbers in the mafia. Oh, he's a he's made man, and behind the door in the in in his salon in the back door, and you know from growing up, some heavy hitters come by all the time. Yeah, no my no my dad. I don't think he would like because he never forced me into the the hair business. Right. right, like he never, he never, that wasn't like he's like find your own path. So, right. who he is, I don't, th I don't think I would have been a successor for him. I'm not saying my father would want me to do that, but knowing how I feel about my dad and how I feel about, listen, in my perception too, I got to tell the listeners: the mob only kills people that kill other people. Relax, they're good. They, 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 the neighborhood loves them. They give back to the community. They keep things tight with the Catholic Church. It's like so, so, so. That's my perception. Like I could never kill an innocent person, but I feel like if my dad was in the mob, I just think it was so cool and be like, I'm in. What are we doing? With the espresso, <laughs> yeah. Just knowing everybody, playing good music, eating bread. You know, just fucking. They're so. God, he was so cool man in like a, a mean bad way but what a cool bad guy what a cool bad guy you like I, it I, I was and i know the story but again seeing it again i was stunned that this guy got off three separate times i mean he went to trial three times and got off all three times and that third time he's coming out running to the car like he just won the world series bro what about the first time when he goes in and it was because that that guy saw he beat up that guy, so the guy was gonna you know press charges for battery, put him in jail for fifteen years, and he's walking in with the trench coat and the reporters are in his face, and he goes, I I, th I think they're confused. Remember that he goes, I think they're confused, <laughs> and then the case is withdrawn. Right, the guy didn't show up, or the guy I can't remember. The guy just said, well, I don't they, remember. They asked the guy on the stand, yeah. is the person that hit you? Can you identify the person in this courtroom that hit you? And the guy looked around and said, he's not here. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's right out of the movies. I mean, cue Frankie Valley right after that, you know? 
<laughs> or like he's not here, you know. Someone like fly me to the moon. <laughs> and that's how it was. No one saw nothing, no one, right? But then he walks out, and God, he looks right at the reporters on the way out, and he goes, "I told you they was confused." Remember that? <laughs> oh God, you can't write that. I watched that doc, and I'm like, I'm wearing black turtleneck for the holidays this year with a blazer. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> right? I thought. That that where he hung out, that hunt and fish club, wherever that was, I never saw the interior of it. I never saw what it looked like inside. And then when I saw what it looked like, I was like, I thought it looked like something out of Las Vegas with like black shiny booths. There was a beautiful bar, maybe even a stage. I thought it looked like something out like, like maybe Copacabana like. But this yeah. place looked like it was like a couple card tables. And that, that was it. There was nothing fancy about it. Yet this right. guy's worth five hundred million dollars, right? But he sat he sat on a barber chair in the back room, like a, like a throne, like an old barber chair. But you're right. But yeah, it was about where we go after the hunt and fish club. We do business here. And did you hear, like, in the first episode when they talked about how they finally were able to get a wire in there? Um, they had a guy for the listeners who might not see. It, I guess what we're just talking about, right? They had a guy in the FBI or whichever one uh, department, I can't remember. He goes, for a month straight, I dress up as a UPS guy and put a box in front of the Hunt and Fish Club. So, And then someone would come and take the boxes away. And it didn't seem weird till, till it was so often that it didn't seem weird to anyone that boxes. And then he had like a big refrigerator box dropped off. And the FBI guy was in the refrigerator box right next to the front door. And then he waited till nighttime. And he reached through the refrigerator box and unlocked the door, picked the lock, right? Now, my question to you, which is ridiculous, right? If you're in the mob and you go back to the hunting fish club, like later later on, you know, like, oh, I forgot something. You go back and, and, and you look over at the box and maybe you give it a kick, like, the fuck's it? And then you look inside and there's a fucking FBI agent in there with a toolbox. <laughs> I, do you put a bullet through his head, or do you, or do you just go? <laughs> I mean, what a crazy time! What a crazy time, bro. Okay, listen, uh, I got a bolt. All right, uh, gr- great hang again, once again. I mean, absolutely. Listen, I'm gonna uh, watch the Stallone thing. You got to watch the Stallone thing, and next time we meet, we got to talk. We got to dissect this because there's a lot to go go through with this right. guy. Uh, and maybe we could get him on the show next year. But uh, i got to thank everybody out there for uh, watching the Pete and Sebastian show. Uh, hope all is well. Have a wonderful holiday season. We will be here taking you through the holidays. But I uh, just want to say, wherever we are in this, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and we will see you next week. The show has ended. When you're getting a prepackaged sandwich, it's is made that, by is an inmate. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> whoever's rubbed that mayo on uh, killed somebody. We just want you to know that, right? <laughs> One, two, three.